on today's tune and take, we have a good one. We're going to wrap up the MJ Doc finale, episode 9 and 10. Deep dive into our favorite moments of the entire documentary. And then we're going to get into Michael Thomas and Devontae Parker, as well as our 5 for 5 of the greatest wide receivers of last year's season. Uh, and then we're going to finish up with a new segment called Facebook Reading. We're going to find a story on Facebook, so feel free to share with us as the weeks go by. Let us know your funny stories from Facebook that you find. One last thing. Today, if you go to our Twitter and click on the link for Phoenix Fitness, you can save 10% off of your next order of supplements, shirts, drinks, cups, mixers, whatever you need to get you through your workout. You can head over to Phoenix Fitness now and get 10% on us. Two hand take. Click the link. Get 10%. All right. Here we go. So it's Thursday, May 21st. Johnny's got the gun show going. Christian, you look really European today. Do I? Yeah, with the hat. Yeah, and then the, <laughs> the Nike shirt to show is uh, American Spirit. The retro Nike. Yeah. How was your test? Uh, it was okay, I would say. Um, could have been better. Definitely could have been better. Um, no, it's yeah, it's it's over. That's what counts. <laughs> <laughs> how uh, how long was your test, Christian? Uh, it's four hours. Jesus, why? Not ideal. It's four hours, and like the entire grade for the the course is in the one exam, so that's really not ideal. But Colin, that, that doesn't sound fun. No, I would never agree to that. <laughs> Regrettably, like, uh, I wish it was an option. <laughs> <laughs> so this week, and it's actually good that we have you two at least for this part, because in the Bundesliga, oh yeah, we have a big. Big match on our hands. Yes. Gladbach versus Leverkusen, May 23rd, this Saturday, 9.30 a.m. Well, I'm, I'm getting up early for that one. That's oh, huge. That's huge for the standings just because right now Alex is at three points. Christian's at three points. Giants at three points. I'm at one, so I'm on the bottom. You have Leipzig, is it? Yeah. They, Leipzig, yeah. they yeah. shat themselves the first game. Yeah. Did you see Mr. Kai Havertz? Two hey. goals? Yeah, I got to... Hey. I gotta do my research on uh, your team, Christian. They're fucking loaded. That's all I can say. They are loaded, top to bottom. I'll be alright. I'm glad Bach is in for the challenge. Yeah. Yeah, this could be a big shakeup. And I didn't even think about this, but will all of our teams play still? What do you play each other? Yeah. Um, I know that uh, Leverkusen plays all the big teams, so I presume so. From our, from my side. Like, let's let me load up the schedule for the team. Yeah. So here, I'll pull up Gladbach. Yeah, I don't get to play Gladbach, and no, neither, neither does Alexis. So this is your only game against an opponent in the in the chat. Really? Yeah. Well, Gladbach played Dortmund earlier. They played him on. Um, yeah, it was the week we. March seventh. Yeah. yeah, it was the week we started to do this. Yeah, so that's gonna be a big game, and then I'm playing Maine, so I'm not really worried about that. Colin, your team is RB Leipzig, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we we played in February first, and we actually tied. All right, see, so we're even here. I think yeah, Alexis yeah. has an upper hand just because he's Dortmund. 
This is the only one that we can have like an inner squad battle. Do you guys not? Do you and Alexis not play each other either? No, no. How can it be possible? Alexis doesn't oh, play wait. Christian at all. Nope. Well, that's a shame. I would have thought oh. our teams would have played at least once against each other. I mean, I played Dortmund second to last week of the season. Other than then that, plays Alexis. Yeah. Oh, I thought I thought this was it. So no, 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 no. Later in the season, I play Alexis, but that's it. Other than that. How much money did we put on this? Twenty. Did we say twenty? How much? Twenty, right? Like, All right, so twenty. Twenty, I think. That's, That's uh, listen. If I win this, it's gonna help me out because I'm betting fifty bucks on twenty-five on Dortmund, twenty-five on Dortmund, and Erling Holland to score the first goal. Well, I, well, I, I need this money, and I need the money that put the bet with Alexis on Evan Ingram. So I bet John. I bet. Okay. Yeah, I think you guys should have a side bet. Oh no, maybe it's me and Colin that have a bet. No, yeah, you guys have it on twelve and four with the. Oh Cowboys. yeah, yeah. We got to keep track of our bets here. Yeah. They all yeah. just kind of went yeah, together. We're, we're, we're gonna be like skipping Shannon and lose track of our, our due. Oh yeah. By the end of the season, we're not even gonna like know how much money everyone owes. We're gonna have people not paying. Alexis isn't gonna pay. No way. No I'm, I'm getting my fifth. Oh, I, I have to Venmo Christian five bucks or something. Oh, yeah, true. Oh, exposing yeah. here. Honesty is the best policy. My mom told me that. <laughs> Mama, Mama always said. <laughs> Mama said. That's a good. That's a good note. I think we should uh, transition to an update on Korea from Mueller. Yes. Yeah. So this morning, a big. Uh, we were tied at the middle of the game, but you know what? Six runs later, twelve-six ball game. Another win for the uh, NC Dinos. Twelve and two, top of the table. We're gonna win probably more than one hundred twenty games this year. Yeah, I still haven't gotten up that early to, to watch a Korean baseball game. Is that is 120 a lot? Yeah, banking on it. How many it. games in the season? 120, how many games? 146. 146. Oh, that's, that's a big record. Yeah. That's a big record, I would but say. We're the Warriors of this league, so. Are they actually, like, do they have a good roster, or are they just off to a hot start? Well, it seems like we are destroying teams. Yeah. The bullpen actually is very good. Any ex pro, like any ex real players? Yes, they have. They have two, but like one doesn't really do anything. What are but, the names? Because didn't like is it Manny Ramirez had a stint in, or is that Japan? Maybe they have a Mets player, Aaron Alter. Does that oh, ring Altair, a bell? Altair. Altair. He was a he, Philly. Oh, he was. Yeah, he was. He was a Philly. Well, he's yeah. a he's the big one. Yeah, he's he, was, big he was all right. It's just with the. The outfielders, he just didn't get playing time. Uh, fair. Yeah, and then the other one's Mark Wright. He's a pitcher. He played in Seattle. Yeah, they, Are there any like, big-time players in the league in general? Honestly, other than the NC Dinos, I don't know who's on any other team. Oh, okay. Fair enough. So. Can't really blame you for that one. <laughs> but let's stay in Korea here. This past week, FC Seoul in the soccer league used sex stalls to fill the stands at their empty stadium for their game and are now facing a fine of 113000 Plus, they could be expelled from their own stadium. Is it is it because they were like, it's kind of like steroids by giving like extra testosterone to their players? That's what I was thinking. Like, yeah. is this a little excitement factor? I want to know, do we know how their team was doing in this league? And did they win the game when the, when the dolls were there? That's a very interesting side note to this whole situation here. Yeah. I can't. They don't even have a website. Who, the team? 
the K League. What about a what about like a Twitter or something? All right, well, fuck it. I don't know. Um, that's one. Yeah, damn it. <laughs> is it a waste of sex dolls? Because I feel like they're in high demand. Okay. Bro, we're all in quarantine. I mean, like someone's gonna want way them. People actually use them. I mean, uh, it's Korea. I don't they're know. not a real thing. I don't know. I, I just don't get why a sex doll would be the first thing in mind to have as fans. That's what's. Are they realistic? I mean, they must be. They were calling them mannequins. Yeah, they were calling them mannequins, not sex dolls. That's what the club was saying. Which then raised another question in mind. When does a sex doll become a sex doll and not a mannequin? Very good question. Like, is there someone that, you know, just tests the product before it goes out? Because if that's the case, we got another problem on our hands. Sneaky fingers. Oh, okay. Well, that's a different situation. See, but now it's still, it's just a, that we don't know when a sex doll becomes a sex doll and when a mannequin becomes a sex doll. Very valid question. I think I got that right. It's just way, like you could have done anything, and you chose this. <laughs> yeah, but. I think the the solution for one of the German clubs is the best that I've heard, where they uh, allowed fans to pay for like a kind of like a fat head of them to be put in the stadium. Yeah, we talked about this last time, right? Exactly. Yeah, I think that's the best solution I've heard. What's What's up, Alexis? Oh, Alexis joined finally. Did you look at that? What's good, boys? We just talked about the Korean um, sex doll. Yeah, do you have any comment uh, on that? No, I missed sex dolls. No, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. we're in the middle of it. Are you awake? Yeah, you look like you were just asleep. I mean, he, he seems pretty awake. I mean, the question, like, did you just wake up? I just woke up like two minutes ago. I mean, he's, he's got the chain on. He's ready to go. Yesterday, you responded and we we're like, all right, we're going to go between like two and three. Two thirty right. rolls around. All right, we're hopping on. Alexis, nowhere in sight. <laughs> but, well, I would have set an alarm. I thought I was going to wake up before two, though, and I didn't. God damn it. But, all right, well, here's the question we were just asking. When does a sex doll become a sex doll, not a mannequin? When it has a hole in the vagina part? <laughs> Speaking from experience, or? What do you mean? And its skin is hard as a rock? Like, <laughs> pretty simple, boys. Mannequins have skin. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so MJ Doc, the finale was this past weekend, episode 9 and 10. And as it ended, the last clip in the show was, and the Bulls started their rebuild. And all I could think was to this day, and I said it to my dad, I was like, and they still are rebuilding. They haven't moved from that rebuild. Derrick Rose, Joachim Noah, Boozer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, a re- they never they never got back to the peak that Jordan yeah. had him at, though. I think if Derrick Rose stays healthy, it's a completely different story. You can, yeah. They're probably they still there. They could have accumulated talent within those two, three years and yeah. been something, but you don't know. It was also in the peak of LeBron, though. God, he, Alexis, he had to throw that LeBron stuff in there. I but, saw something that... Um, Jerry Krause was trying to get Tim Duncan, Penny Hardaway, and another guy all in the same year, but he was trying to get them to sign for less than a max. Like, he wouldn't pay them a max. And then they were, like, he was really uh, lowballing them, and they also said no. Dude, he is the dumbest, smartest GM I've ever seen. Yeah. Is he smart or was he lucky? I, I mean, he built. Two, well, a whole one dynasty over eight years that won six championships. So it's hard to say he was a terrible GM. He had to be, you don't just yeah. do that. You have to be great. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure he was smart, but but there's other people that made him look good, too. Yeah, he's a terrible like, people person. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I struggle to see how he's one of the all-time great GMs. You know, he's going to be based on championships. And he was there, when, and he was the one who drafted Jordan, built that team around Jordan, brought in Scottie Pippen. Because he found Scottie Pippen at some tiny-ass school. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, wasn't Scottie Pippen, like, D2 or something? But I don't yeah, even think it was that. Went to a real small school, but his, um... He started out as a, uh... Uh, what's it called? Oh, yeah, the jet, like, wasn't he? He was like a team manager or something. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, it's just crazy that Jerry Krause found them and then got them to where they were. They all became really, really good, and then he just decided, ah, I'm just going to release all of you. Yeah. Because MJ says at the end that they easily could have won a seventh. But, but, uh, but see, that's the thing. I, I think they could, but I think they needed a lot of dominoes to fall. And I think MJ, guys there. I think MJ was burned out. And yeah. Like my my thing is like MJ was burned out. Rodman was getting older and he was getting distracted. And I think if if you didn't have Phil Jackson there, you don't have Rodman. Because no. I think Jackson was able to handle Rodman pretty well. I mean, even though he had some of his issues, but he was able to handle him. And I think they gelled. Mm-hmm. Pippen wanted to get paid. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Because he, he's not going to stay for one more year just to get paid fourteen million, mm-hmm. where he can go to Houston and get eighty million. Yeah. Um, no, no, they just, you know, talent-wise, you know, it's not like they were an offensive juggernaut. You I know, just feel the like games, the, the games that they won, they won by the skin of their teeth. You know, it's not like they were rolling teams, you know, through the playoffs. Yeah, but yeah. it's just the fact that they won. And I think if you look at that team, and regardless of if they win that next year or not, if you said to all those guys, you're like, hey, let's all sign one-year contracts, I think most of that team signs because they lost Pippen, they lost Steve Kerr, and they lost MJ. The only one in those three that you would have needed some convincing would have been Pippen because he hadn't really been paid. But I don't see them keeping that team together. I don't think they they won six championships. What's another one when you haven't gotten paid? I, th- I think yeah. they I think they ended it at the right time. I mean, obviously, you know, you can tell just Jordan was it haunts Jordan to this day that they weren't able to see if they can get that seventh championship, but. I think they ended it at the right time. Let's get into some of the games. So, the Pacers series, that was interesting to me because Reggie Miller's team, on paper, they, it kind of was better than what Jordan had, I thought, to be honest. And even Jordan says that it was one of the toughest opponents they had other than the Pistons. And uh, Well, one thing I could say about that is uh, I didn't realize how good of a player Reggie Miller actually was. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew he was a good shooter, but I didn't know he was also really good defensively. That yeah. was interesting to find out. Yeah, and I don't mean to plug my 5 for 5 a couple weeks ago, but I believe there's someone in here that picked Reggie Miller and got a little backlash. So yeah, He's not an all-time great, though, I mean... <laughs> He made that Pacers team go, though, I think. Like, he was... Uh, the, he was another thing that I saw that really made me think that he was uh, better than I thought he was was Ray Allen said that Reggie Miller was the best shooter he had ever seen. Oh, did you see some of the shots he was taking? If he yeah. was able to get up and he wasn't hit on the way up, he, it wasn't missing. That yeah. game winner was dope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 game winner was dope. Yeah, that was, that was sick. But then but if you... By that, that, like, like... Alexis, you said the thing. He's the best shooter Ray Allen ever saw. Like, do we really are we really gonna buy there are any shooters in that era that are better than any of the probably top ten guys today? Well, it's a completely different I mean, NBA. I don't know. In today's NBA, like, is a lot more. I think shooting. a better question would be: Do I think that Reggie Miller is a better shooter than Clay? No. And I've never seen Reggie Miller play, so I can't say that. 
Yeah, I think all of us, obviously, we would have recency bias and say that Clay is the, the better shoot, shooter. I'd hope we would all also just, like, kind of look at statistics, like, you can kind of see the objective facts. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know um, Reggie Miller's stats, so I can't really, yeah. I don't I can't really talk too much about him. Yeah. Yeah, I just think along those lines that in today's NBA, kids are being brought up to be shooters now, regardless yep. of the position. In the shoot from crazy distances. Because even if you look at that, there was a clip in this uh, last episode where the Bulls team is lined up by the end of the bench shooting those three-pointers, and they're all, like, stepping into it, yeah. and they're airballing. Kind of yeah. yeah, they were all yeah, airballing it. From a ridiculous distance. Yeah, those are, <laughs> yeah, those are layups for Steph. Yeah. Like, it's not even a question. When Steph shoots from there, it's going in. Most of the guys, when they shoot from there, it's going in now. Yeah. So it's just crazy. I mean, I think MJ made his, and he didn't, like, jump into it. He just shot it regular. But that's one but, of those to me that it's like, even if people are raised as shooters today, I mean, I think you can't really use that excuse of why they're just better. I mean, they practiced it more, so obviously they're better. Yeah. yeah. If you practice it more, you're going to be better. Yeah, 100%. Like, back, there, back then, it was a slower-paced game, I think. It was like a rock fight almost, where you yeah. can look at the Jazz versus Bulls series at the end, like, in today's yeah. game, look at the way Pippen was lagging up the court. Yeah. yeah. I don't think well, many well, I don't Pippen, think he could play like Pippen that. Pippen was just on the ground just constantly. Yeah. Okay, so I forget what game it was, but the game where the Bulls held the team to fifty four points. Oh my god, dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that that's just that just shows the pace of play. That would never happen again. That's yeah, but the, the Bulls scored like ninety points still. Yeah, it was like ninety six to fifty four, I think, or somewhere. Yeah, that's yeah, insane. But if that, were, if that were today, if one team held another team to fifty four points, the other team would have like hundred and fifty points. Yeah, but that's the thing. Even even bad teams in the NBA today, like they at least get eighty, you know, eighty five points. Yeah, yeah, you never I see mean, a team score less than eighty, and they held yeah. them to fifty four. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's just a whole pace thing. So, yeah, so. so that clearly shows that the pace of play was different. Oh yeah, well. The teams were only scoring, like, mid-90s in that era. It wasn't like they were scoring in the hundreds. When it got to 100 points, it was, like, a rarity almost. Yeah. But another thing with the Jazz game, this is kind of at the end of it when MJ makes the shot. But those last 40 seconds were ridiculous of that game. Because MJ gets the inbounds. Those 40 seconds, I don't know if another bull touched the ball. Scottie Pippen inbounds it. Jordan drives the lane, gets the layup. They come down the court. He steals it from Carl Malone goes down the court, and everyone just gets out of the way. I think Rodman was quoted saying that he was like, MJ's not passing this ball. I was just getting out of the way, getting under the basket. Pippen yeah. said that he was just getting out of the way. And then obviously Jordan makes that shot with the crossover with the questionable push-off, questionable push-off, and that's that. But that was one of like the pinnacles of greatest minutes ever in basketball. And it was capitalized by one of the worst calls in NBA history. Right, Christian, that was not a push-off. I don't know what you saw, but that was the equivalent of me, like, putting my hand like this down the side of your back without touching you. That's what it was. Even the he used the momentum. Defender, even the people who defend that it, that it was, like, not a foul the most still say, oh, yeah, even if it was a push-off, he had all that momentum going that, it, that he didn't need to push it that hard. Yeah. It's still a push. Yeah, but in it's the cool. 90s NBA, that's not a foul. Maybe yeah. today is where they're all soft because – he would have flown into the stands on a dive. It's a foul. <laughs> <laughs> it's a foul. 
what MJ, MJ, it's like MJ had reached the point where he gets the benefit of the doubt. He was a superstar. He gets the calls. Every call will go his way, but LeBron? it was a push-up. Isn't that what happens to LeBron well, now? Alexis, what do you think on this? I have to say I completely disagree with you, Christian. Thank you. If you watch the video, the guy's already falling over. The guy is literally about to fall. Jordan literally just puts his hand on him, and he collapses. If anything, Jordan helped him stand up still. Exactly. Michael Jordan would have to have superhuman strength because he barely touched him. Yup. In today's NBA, LeBron gets all the calls, let's be honest. Jason Tatum gets no calls. Uh, wait, as long as you're acknowledging that Christian, it, wasn't, no, not Christian. it wasn't a push-off because MJ gets the calls. That's what you're saying here, Colin. No. Colin, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that your Tatum point to stars calls. getting calls is still relevant today. Yeah, but James Harden always gets fouled. He always gets the calls. Exactly. James Harden walks up the court, too. Superstars <laughs> get the calls. That's Jordan got the call there. Yeah. Jordan that, didn't push the guy either. Yeah, another thing along with Jordan is I thought it was really impressive in the last couple seasons he had with the Bulls, how he went from, in his youth, being the guy who could fly, who could jump out the gym, to being the guy who used his brain a lot more and kind of was really crafty under the basket with his pump fakes, his movement. And He uh, talked about that with his uh, security guard. Um, Was it Gus Left or whatever his name was? Yeah. They basically had, like, the conversation, yeah, you know, while you're playing, you know, still be that alpha. Mm-hmm. But, you know, be mindful of your surroundings and, you know, use your brain and yeah. have that basketball IQ. Um, so that was neat to see. Yeah, that relationship with his bodyguards, especially him, I thought that was really cool. Like a really good look into his life. Yeah, well, no, it brought out the uh, the emotional side in Jordan. I think a lot of people like seeing that because they looked at Michael Jordan as just being like indestructible, basically. Mm-hmm. Um. And then another thing that stood out to me about, like, relationships was how close Jordan and Kerr got within the last yep. four episodes, especially with everything that happened with, you know, Steve Kerr's father mm-hmm. um, and that whole situation. Yeah, and I don't um, know that many people knew that Steve Kerr's father was assassinated. Yeah. Like, I that, was, I, that I, was crazy. I didn't know that. That was a crazy um, story, and it actually absolutely brings the whole Jordan-Kerr relationship together. But it was, in a weird way. It was just that practice when they got into it with each other. Yeah. That flipped the switch. Because even though Kerr wasn't the most gifted player, mm-hmm. he was going to bust his butt off for you and give yeah. it everything he had every time he was on the court. Yeah, and wasn't it this last, or I think it was episode nine, where Kerr was given the last shot by Jordan and the cameras were on him. And it was just like everyone knew the play then because of that. But Jordan yeah. knew in his head, he's like, every camera's on me. I have to whisper this. And Kerr's just like, Oh, yeah, 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 I'll be ready, I'll be ready. I got this story. <laughs> um, that was funny, that was really funny. Yeah, and then his uh, parade speech was good, too. I yeah. Basically well, saying Because I, cause I saw Jordan. a clip on, uh, on Instagram with uh, Kerr talking to KD, mm-hmm. basically about the same situation, how Jordan was saying, or Phil Jackson was saying to Jordan, like, to trust your players out there. Yeah. And Steve Kerr was saying that same situation to KD in the video I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Well, KD should have trusted his players. I mean, he had Klay Thompson on one wing. He had Steph bringing the ball up, if not on the other wing. One of the worst clutch shoot playoff shooters, though. Who? Who, Steph? Steph. Yeah. How many? He doesn't have a lot of buzzer beaters. I mean, Lilliard, if you put, if you gave me a twist between Steph and Lilliard in the final five seconds of a game, I'm taking Lilliard. Lilliard? Well, yeah, what are you saying? Lilliard? 
Have you heard of the best point guard in the You knew what I was saying. What um what did you guys think of Pippen throughout this whole documentary? How how do you think it made him look? And do you think he deserved yeah, I think that Pippen went front. He had his ups and downs throughout it because I think the Knicks, Knicks game hurt him. But then the last episode helped him a ton. I thought it just yeah. showing his toughness. Yeah. But apparently Pippen's mad at MJ about how this represented him. I saw on ESPN really? this morning that Pippen uh, was kind of upset with the way he was portrayed in it. But but, but again, he said, but Pippen said all the stuff that he said, you know, when when you say, oh, I wish that didn't happen, but I wouldn't change a thing, you know, yeah. in our minds it's going to make sense and we understand what he meant, but there's other people that are going to have a bad yeah. perception about it. And, like, yeah. he had to have known what was going to be in this. Exactly. Like, they, they interviewed him, and every time something happened with him, he was being interviewed, he was talking through it. Yeah. So it's like, how can you be mad? The two things that really are his downfall was that he was the one who wanted the extremely long contract. And he got a shitty contract because of it. Mm-hmm. And when he sat in that playoff game and he wouldn't go in the game, those two things just made him look really bad. Yeah, oh, terrible. Yeah, it just but, it gives you a, it gives you a bad look. I mean, like he, I understand mm-hmm. being angry that you're getting underpaid, but you were the one who wanted the longer deal because you thought you were going to get hurt. Yeah, yeah. But, but you see great athletes being paid or being underpaid all the time in any sport. Yeah, like. Like Brady, but in this specific scenario, he so his value at that point was whatever it was. It was low. Like it wasn't. He wasn't a top five player yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he, he signed a long deal because he was afraid he would get hurt and he wanted to support his family. That's what he said. Yeah. So if you if you knew that you did that, why are you getting mad when it's years later and you're getting underpaid? Yeah, well, I think they could have re-upped him. Yeah, like, and his obviously dis- they yeah. could have re-upped it, but that was you that signed the deal. Yeah, and in his defense, how is he supposed to know that the league's money and income was going to explode the next year, basically? Yeah. You know, so I understand where yeah. he's coming from, but the team definitely should have helped him out and given him a completely new Like, contract. no athlete signs a seven-year deal when it's that low in money. No athlete does that. No. Exactly. No baseball well, that, player does that. Well, that's that. why I think, you know, in the beginning, when we talked about whether they could have had a seventh championship – that's the biggest domino of why they couldn't, because Pippen yeah. was Pippen was gonna leave and Phil was gonna leave. Phil flat out said, "I want to be done." Nah, finished. But, well, yeah, because Phil said he didn't want to be the coach of a rebuild. Yeah, exactly. That's, and I, and I don't fair. blame him either. I, I, after having that win, winning pedigree for so mm-hmm. long, I wouldn't want to. No, yeah, no I'd rather retire than have to go through the trenches again. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if you turn the team around, and even if you don't win the championship, but you're better off than what a lot of people thought you were going to be. I would be happy with that, but I don't blame him for leaving. Yeah. yeah All right. So let's move on here. So before we get into the five for five wide receivers, let's Michael Thomas had a little beef on uh, Twitter, I believe with Devontae Parker this week, Christian, would you like to discuss I mean, that a little bit? I really but, dislike Michael Thomas. I mean, I dislike him in general so much. I mean, he plays for the worst franchise in football. Yeah, I was about to say, you're kind of biased. Is that, that, is that the main reason? He's also soft. I mean, he when he when he's up against a big-time cornerback, he'll always try and get the calls. I mean, he plays he plays pretty dirty. He plays, he's, a, he's mastered the slant route. I mean, he's very good at slants. But when you want to – I mean, I just don't get what Devontae Parker is trying to get out of this. It's not even a question who the better wide receiver is. It's like yeah. – uh, but, but you even look at it. 
the re- the reason Michael Thomas gets 140 catches, 150 catches per year every year, is targeted a lot. He's targeted a lot because Drew Brees. That's that's what he does. His arm strength has gone down, and he throws quick passes to Michael Thomas, and, and lets Michael Thomas do the do the work. Yeah. If I might add, before we get into the five for five here, not one player on the Dolphins in the last two years can say a word to Michael Thomas. No, well, no, that, but but that's the thing. It's not like it's DeAndre Hopkins saying that to him because I think yeah. if it's him. Oh yeah, there's a discussion. If, exactly. Did Parker have a good year last year? Absolutely. He he did with you know the quarterback. I mean, mainly it was Fitzpatrick. Um, yeah, but 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 you're not in that you're not in that tier yet. You're not a top five receiver in the league. No, not even close. Yeah, so you I know, think we all yeah, agree. You were, because a lot of people don't know, like Devontae Parker, he was 14th overall pick in the in the draft. I forget what year he, he got drafted. I actually really wanted the Vikings to get Devontae Parker. Actually, that draft. Uh, well, Michael Thomas was the second round pick. Actually, yeah. was he second round? Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Well, he was the second round. I think he was like upper tier second round, which but, makes yeah. this whole argument a little better. <laughs> yeah. With fair that enough. being said, let's get into the five for five of wide receivers. Do we have Alexis by his phone? Alexis, are you yeah. there? We need the yeah. uh, we need All the right. number generator. Yeah, number generator. Christian, two, three. Awesome. I, I, I've actually pushed it three times. All right, first one. You ready? <laughs> yeah, go. Three. Ooh. Three is first. I'm first. Right. Run it second. Me. No way. I get third every <laughs> single time, bro. I've been last every time. I don't want to I do get it. third That's every crazy. single time. All right, so Johnny, you're up first. Five five wide receivers of this year. Go ahead. This year. Um, I'm I'm gonna say DeAndre Hopkins. Um, like I said before, I think Drew Brees is uh arm strength is declining. Um, otherwise. I think Kyler Murray's going to improve. I think he's going to have a good year. I think DeAndre Hopkins has the best hands in football. Um, even just last year, last year he was, to me, the most dominant receiver in football. Um, so I'm going to take DeAndre Hopkins with my first pick. Yep, and then I'm going to follow that up with Michael Thomas. We just discussed him. So, uh, Alexis, go ahead. Your pick. Um. To cruise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with Amari Cooper, number three. Oh, really? A pick I can respect. A pick I can respect. Christian, you're okay. up. I'll go Devonte Adams with the first, number four. Nice. And then I'll go. I think Mike Evans with number five. All right, two solid picks, eh? Two I can agree with. Alexis, you're up. Uh, I'm going to go with my man, Odell Beckham Jr. Ooh, you're lucky you got him then. Because <laughs> I was coming next. I was going to take him. All right, so my pick. I'm going with Stefan Diggs. Bring the Bring. cancer to me. Bring the cancer to me. This early? Man. Yeah, that's a little early there, Colin. Listen, I'm all about... Clutch, you know? You gotta have the clutch gene in my my team. Johnny, go ahead. Maya? Yep. I'm gonna take uh Keenan Allen. Well it's my second pick. I think he's gonna be the uh the driving force of that offense. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, I mean I mean even though uh you know Tyrod's in people Allen? 
Yeah, I I just I think he's a really good wide receiver. He can run all the routes in the route tree. Um, so Keenan Allen's my pick. All right, that's fair. You're still up. And then my my third pick, I'm gonna take Chris Godwin. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, I am up. Let's see here. Who we got left? Uh, I'm gonna go with a little speed to rekill. I knew you were gonna. Fair enough. Uh, I was going to get Tyreek Hill next, you asshole. Dude, so I'm on Pro Football Reference, all right, and I'm looking through here. Tyreek Hill is not high up on their rankings because his stats don't show it compared to, like, these other guys. It's kind of crazy. But, all right, go ahead, so Alexis, you're up. Um, I'm trying to think of who hasn't been taken yet. There's a couple big-time guys, I'd say, that are left. Yeah, you can just name someone else. I have it all written down. You can do this. I can do this, boys. I can do this. Kenny Galladay is pretty good. All right. All right, so that gives us to Christian. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Someone I hate, but he's like, without a doubt, one of the best still. All right, I know he's going to pick. Go ahead. Julio Jones. Yep. <laughs> he's old, dude. He's old. I agree, but like net for one year. Yeah, for one year. And then my final pick. <laughs> I'm between two people. You can do this. I believe in you. I mean, for pure talent, Antonio Brown. Oh, on. I was picking him next, bro. Who's Antonio Brown? He's not even in the, he's not even in the league. He's not even in the league. Yeah. yeah. No, he played last year. He's on the table. He played. Oh my god. He played one game. That's enough. Hey, that would ruin your eligibility in NCAA. Better than every other wide receiver in that one game. Oh, man. Damn. This is absurd. Obviously, I would have picked him if I considered him in the league. Well, you should have because he played last year. All right, Alexis, you're up. All right, I'm going to go with... I don't like my picks, but I'm going to go with Adam Thielen. Oh, that was Whoa. the two I was deciding between. Yeah, Thielen and Antonio Brown. Uh, all right. I'm Is that it for me, or I got another one? No, no. We still have another one. All right. Um, no, we, we've done four. All right. I only have three. I only have three. Yeah, me and Alexis have four. Yeah, we have. Yeah, because I'm gonna get four right now. Don't so have four. You go. You did this last week. We go for five. You did this last week too. What is he? All right, let's see. Here. <laughs> uh, true. Ooh, all right. Who do I got so far? Got him, him. All right, I'm gonna go with DK Metcalf. No. Yeah. I was gonna think of that I like that guy a lot. I love what that guy. What the hell is that pick? All right. That's a Johnny, great player. Johnny, you're up. All right, I'm gonna take. Juju Smith-Schuster. Okay. Okay. And then am I up? Am I up again or no? Yep. I'm up again. Yep. And then my last pick. I'm between two guys. I'm gonna take DJ Moore. DJ Carolina Panthers. Moore. I think he is extremely talented. I was between him and Cooper Cup. Yeah, and that's where I'm at here. I'm looking at Cooper Cup. I'm I'm gonna take Cooper. Cooper Cup. God damn it, dude. I was between him and Jarvis Landry, if I'm being honest. If you give Jarvis Landry a quarterback that can actually play 
there's three. only there's only room for one good white uh, wide receiver in the NFL, Mr. Thielen. That's a great player. Guess we got him. <laughs> great input. All right, Alexis, you're up. I mean, um, do you want me to rattle off some names for you? Still, no. ta- there's still talented guys there. Yeah. Hey, Larry Fitzgerald's still he's still there. Thirty six years old, but he's still there. Larry, Larry's got. <laughs> Larry's got to retire, man. Ooh, okay. I'm gonna have to go with Tyler Lockett here. Good pick. All right. So mine, I mean, I know he's not a. I mean, are we saying receivers or do they have to be receiver? Receiver. Because I was gonna have some tight ends. No tight ends. It wasn't even gonna be a tight end. Running back. I was gonna take McCaffrey. (laughs) You. I saw him. He's at the top of the list. He's like second. Put him in the slot. Uh, no. <laughs> All right. No. This is the last pick, right? What? Is this the last pick? Yeah. I have five. Yeah. Oh, I'm good. I mean, Let's see it, has Christian. anyone taken Kenny Galladay? Yes. But yeah. Devontae Parker or Cortland Sutherland? I'll take Cortland Sutherland. Right. Sutherland? That's Sutherland? Sutherland? Cortland Sutton, not Cortland Sutherland. <laughs> the guy from Denver. Yeah, Cortland Sutton, not Sutherland. Sutton. Yeah, it's Cortland Sutton. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have it on my screen right there. Sutherland. Fair enough. All right. That was good. I think I think we got one. We left a few people off. I'm glad no one took Julian Edelman. I think he's overrated. He's going to be nothing without Tom Brady. He's beat up and old. Yep. Like yeah. I said, the one I was closest would be Devontae Parker. I was I was thinking about taking Calvin Ridley with my last pick. Yeah, I was thinking Michael Gallup or Jarvis Landry. If I had another pick, that's who it would have been between. Um, obviously, I don't know how Gallup's going to do this year with the abundance of wide receivers that are down there. Not saying that they're all going to light it up, but I'm not sure how many targets each of them are going to get. But yeah, I think Devontae Parker is surprising. Jarvis Landry. Um, yeah, we didn't miss too many. No, I mean obviously, I mean I think uh, I th- before what's his name was picked. Um, before they got DeAndre Hopkins, what's the young guy for Christian Kirk? Yeah, I think he's gonna. Yeah. I think I still think he could be sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's definitely on the table for that. Um, but I mean that was good. That was a good five. Five. I think Juju might be the biggest steal in that group. I don't know. It's, I don't know well, that. That's to be seen this year when he has Big Ben back. Yeah, I agree. But, uh, although Antonio Brown, getting him in the third round. Yeah, see, I didn't think anyone was going to pick him. I was going to take him last. I was going to try and get all my good guys. That definitely should not count. No, nah, that counts. That counts. We might, have, we might have to put an asterisk by the... No. I was going to say, this was nearly the third time with an asterisk if I ended up with Antonio Brown and Christian McCaffrey as my receiver. <laughs> Oh my god, like, that's awful. Awesome. Receiver in the NFL. Antonio Brown, what did he have? One catch? Two catches? Yeah, he, he had a touchdown, though. I think he had like four catches for like 70 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, it was all in one drive. Game. I know he had a, like 70 yards, but he only had a few receptions. Yeah. It was like four, yeah. But before we go, just want to quick remind you to head over to Twitter and click on the link for FNX Phoenix Fitness, and you'll get 10% off. On us, two-hand take. All right, have a good one. Peace. All right, all right. peace out, boys. Peace, you.